Hello and welcome to Ballers in Pajamas Cricket Edition. In this episode, as usual, we'll be talking about cricket and what better to start with India versus England first test. You know, it's very easy to sit outside and judge what should have happened, what could have happened and instead of just going out there and performing, you know. And that's what happened in today's match. Uh we went there in chepok thinking that this is our game all the odds were in our favor but at the end you know brilliant cricket from england we have to appreciate it i don't know how long this episode will last on a rant about india but to set the tone we really appreciate how england played in this test match the way they showed character in batting initially joe root a double hundred in his 100th test match then coming up with uh, dom best picking up wickets in the first innings and then at the end james anderson with his masterclass you know those in swingers were a treat to watch those you know stumps flying off the ground it rarely happens these days so let's get into it the episode so guys uh, first question over here to jehan what do you think this was what do you think was the turning point of this game according to you yeah so basically the turning point to me according was uh, the toss the toss was very crucial as we know the chennai wicket is win the toss and up to bat the team who wins the toss like wins the game there itself 50% match is won there itself because the chennai's wicket on uh, first two days is completely dry and dead it offers uh, nothing for the pacers or the spinners and uh, it is a really really a uh, delight for the batsmen to go out and play the drives and all so it was evident as we saw the way england dominated the first two days and they continued to play till the third day and until they were bowled out for a massive total of 578 and of course uh, we saw joe root master class of double 100 and it was evident because we could see uh, like the our fast bowlers or the or the spinners had had nothing to offer neither there was swing neither there was reverse swing nor there was any spin so, and our every our, our main bowler jaspreet bumrah also was being targeted at every part for every point and as we know england have batting depth and we could see how they yeah, how they managed to put a map yeah to, if you could pinpoint to one session or one particular span of play in which the game turned because till yesterday we could see we were criticizing england team like most of them like michael vaughan arsha bogle like they delayed the declaration or they delayed the start because they wanted to put india in no position to win the match so where do you think it turned tomorrow on day 3 or today see basically according to me it uh, it half the game was won by england when they scored that total of 578 according yeah, yeah. to me Sec- secondly the secondly the no balls the amount of no balls we have put in this 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 match was 27, like unbelievable 27 Un- exactly and just one no ball or just max one no ball by england mm-hmm. that was yeah. it and that was that was according to me a turning point that the amount of no balls considered was like you can know that amount like the players were tired they were like unable to perform and i think we got a bit carried away from the last australia win 
according to me like every it is not the players it is not everyone but in fact the entire world got carried away uh, because the devi when the pundits were slammed when they predicted a 4-0 england uh, australia win in australia and uh, now the same thing is happening now now with india like like gautam gambhir recently put up a tweet saying uh, we have uh, in india is going to crush england to 4-0 so the same thing is repeating going to be repeated right now so we can't really uh, expect anything much i hope we don't really jinx that and i hope we win the test series by a good margin but according to me good uh, the toss the mainly the toss will be crucial in the next test as well mm-hmm. and of course the all the third and the fourth upcoming tests so nihar what do you think was the turning point according to you as jehan have to pinpoint was the toss played a crucial role i think that was the gist from jehan's you know saying yeah, but i would point out to the over uh, jimmy anderson bowled today he took two wickets i'm just pointing out to that because actually india were pretty optimistic about securing hmm. a win in fact some of the players hmm. were talking about that yesterday namely ishan sharma and even though not for a win because the target is uh, big and uh, huge and i think those two wickets actually break the hope for uh, you know india to secure a draw at least so if we see yesterday's i was i mentioned that before also if we see yesterday england were getting criticized because of their very conservative style of play even on uh, crick buzz and all we could see harsha bhogle telling like they play very conservatively they won't you know set it like they will declare a session before and put india for one t session to get two three wickets no what they did was they pushed the game to a certain point where india could not win at all not even think of winning even if they had risham pant and rohit sharma in their team so i think that was the point where they just left india in the corner of the ring and they had the entire ring with themselves and they were like okay guys if you want you can punch us but this ring is not going to be yours either you can walk away but we are not giving you this ring so i think that was the turning point according to me so coming back to the big question which india is asking these days kuldeep yadav exclusion from the team now when we, we when see this is a very interesting thing if we would have won this test match no one would have even mentioned kuldeep yadav am i right or not yes absolutely yes now if we have lost the test match we all of a sudden we have come with kuldeep yadav rohit sharma out ajinkya rahane out i know people in india that is always the case shubham that is always the case if you don't get the appropriate result if you don't get the appropriate result you are tend to blame the players and obviously the selectors for not selecting the proper 11 but obviously it is the same case in football if you don't select a proper 11 and if you select even if you select a proper perfect 11 what the fans want and if the players don't perform and if the team is not got the appropriate result the still blame goes to the selectors the same way it goes around in cricket now if we know rajrahane was successful in beating australia in australia that was like hmm. and the way he came back in india and he was uh, hyped and he was treated as a god and uh, my god i don't know what what kind of like they he was made to cut a kangaroo cake and all <laughs> and uh, yeah yeah so basically that thing only but now in the sex same thing now we lost the test in chennai suddenly india has started to, the fra fans have started to demand where is kuldeep yadav 
and yeah my first question obviously as a fan and a pundit i will ask a question why was there was why was there a need to play shabaz nadim there was no need to play shabaz nadim i know aksar patel got injured last minute but this was the right moment to take kuldeep yadav he was he is a lad who is performing day in and day out in nets he has he has a lot of experience with his china men and he could have really really tricked england because england are really really difficult against leg spinners so the point yeah, here i would i would actually uh, you know accept uh, i mean i would actually support dian's point here mm-hmm. a bit of variety would have been done good because already we have fingers spinners in form of ashwin and uh, washington on the right so bringing in nadim won't make any good deal at the end i mean kuldeep is actually a wrist spinner and that would have added a variety to it and obviously batsmen stumble if you are they're exposed to a lot of uh, you know uh, different variations and all so that kuldeep's inclusion would have been there considering that uh, nadim started but i don't know what happened with the team management maybe if they want like to like replacement for aksar frankly we don't have one for him but still they would have went ahead with kuldeep you know my only point is if you have someone like kuldeep yadav touring with you for at least 2 to 3 series and you bring in aksar patel from outside like parachute him into the team then comes shahwaz <laughs> nadim last day replacement into the team and they play ahead of kuldeep yadav what sort of statement does what sort of effect does it have on kuldeep yadav mentally because performing on the pitch can only happen if you are mentally you know in the right spot i really don't think kuldeep yadav will be in the very right spot to go out and perform i mean he will be itching of course yeah yeah see according to me now they added shabaz nadim directly he was not even in yeah. the probable yeah. probable list and now on top to add more bones to kuldeep they have added uh, rahul uh, rahul chahar if i am not wrong they have added rahul chahar a leg spinner okay. so uh, there was no there was no need to be adding him to so that plays a really that puts the, that that is the nail in the coffin for kuldeep i mean why do you need why do you need an extra leg spinner when you already have an experienced one rahul chahar is a debut and i mean if you are going like in the mind that in oh, australia we had so many debutants still we defeated them mind you australia were already weakened they had a lot of political problems going on still and they we just made use of that and nothing more england have already come have won so many matches overseas they won against sri lanka heavily joe root coming into uh, coming into the series with two double hundreds and himself scoring the third double hundred in his fourth day four innings so yeah they are they, they must have already studied something and obviously they had a properly balanced 11 so according to me kuldeep yadav should have been in the proper, proper 11 team and there was no need of shahwaz nadim or rahul chahar to be added into squad we have a proper left arm china men in and of course yeah kuldeep yadav also can bat it is not he can bat like a proper batsman but he has the capability of batting no if we depend on kuldeep to bat i mean that should not be the case but uh, moving our topic ahead let's go to the other side of the sea which is england and we have to give respect to jorud because he is the captain 100 test 200 but there is another legend right at the bottom who plays at number 11 james anderson i mean what a fantastic player he has been for the game of cricket i mean he ha- he is 38 years old he is getting wickets like anything more than 600 wickets the crucial over which he bowled as nihar mentioned earlier i mean couldn't have been a better start for him in the subcontinent 
from Sri Lanka carrying it to India. Now, what do you think? How crucial he will be in the upcoming Test matches? Now we have one in Chepauk and then two in Motera. Uh, if you guys don't know what Motera is, it's the Ahmedabad Cricket Stadium. So in Motera, we have seen highways getting built for bowlers, but with the new stadium, we don't know. So I just want to ask you guys, how effective will he will he be with the new ball or with the old ball as we saw today? You know, see if the pitchers behave like the you know how it behaved on day one and day two. I really don't think James Anderson would be of much help, especially in Indian conditions. But yeah, as you could see, if the pitchers are supporting a little bit to the bowlers, we saw what he did today on day five. So I think you know he will be spearheading their bowling attack, considering the others are inexperienced and Stokes is not a prime time, you know, uh, opening bowler who can be a partner to him. But yeah, I mean, I really give it to the you know the state and the nature of pitch he's bowling on, because Indian pitches are, tend to be spin friendly at almost every other point. So, barring the first match where we saw uh, uneven irregularities in the pitch. Yeah, see, James Anderson second Test match, according to me, again I said uh, toss would be crucial. So definitely, but knowing James Anderson, he is a magician of England's England cricket team and obviously the Test series. Come, uh, he's just turned thirty-eight and still going strong and like not looking to stop. But yeah, uh, according to me, at Motera, uh, he will ha- he will have not much to offer because Motera, as I know, Ahmedabad wickets are known to turn a lot. So it will be a quality. The pitch will be properly a gift present, uh, proper present for spinners. I mean, I am not saying Anders. I I don't doubt Anderson at all on such, but he can deliver even on these kind of pitches. But yeah, but knowing him with as with his all with his experience and his uh, techniques, he can obviously create magic. And one more thing, uh, if we see England's batting right in the first innings, if you see the openers, uh, Burns and Sibley, so they grinded like anything. I mean, they. We were defending a lot more. India finally got a taste of how it is to bowl like someone like Pujara <laughs> by bowling to Dom Sibley, and I think that is something which we need to do as a team as well. I mean, there is only one person we know who can do that, and that is Pujara, and to some extent Rahane. You can you know just soak the bowlers. Other than that. We don't know, and if we want to score big, I think we need someone who plays two hundred, two fifty balls and scores at least a hundred runs. So, who do you think, if we exclude Pujara and Rahane, who do you think will be the one guy doing that, one from each, starting with Jehan? I would, I would tell you, firstly, it has to be Virat Kohli. He has to be coming up with a huge knock. It he has to make a statement this series as a captain and as a player. We know what he is capable of if he gets along. He is unstoppable. We know, we know if like he give any what happens when he actually gets going into form. Right now, we he has a bad, bad run of form right now. I mean, just scoring a couple of fifties in a uh, in a few test matches, and that doesn't go up to Virat Kohli's standards. Like he loves to convert a fifties into hundreds and hundreds into two hundreds. So, and we know we've seen his highest uh, test of his first double hundred came against England itself. And uh, that series uh, in last series in 2016-17, he scored a couple of double hundreds. 
so we know what he is capable of so we i have see virat kohli as the number one key player this test series and i will play after rahane or pujara to steady the innings i feel this is the man to look out for as we could see today also obviously there was nothing left in the game but still we could see virat kohli fighting in the end until he was cleaned up mm-hmm. nihar what about you uh, see none of the players in the indian squad barring uh, pujara and rahane actually have a radical playstyle they all you know seems to be you know once they get going they can easily throw their wicket away you could see rohit gill gill doesn't have experience pant he should never talk he's always broke and there is some of them are tailenders and yeah we shouldn't include them in this so i think the only player left out is virat kohli who can actually study the innings up if required and you could see today right his 70 plus score is like i think it's one of the best performance he had in the last few months i suppose i mean yeah, though it's sort of 100 or something but still the way he stood up against the against the toughest pitch i guess recently india faced and the way he got out also i mean it's an extraordinary delivery it's not like an easy delivery he didn't give his wicket away it's really an extraordinary delivery by strokes so i think virat is the one who actually can you know stabilize the innings if required Now coming to the closing part of this episode, let's go to each of our panelists and see what they think of this test match and what should be done in the upcoming ones. Nihar, I think we should give one chance to Mayank Agarwal, and uh, I think they should bring in Kuldeep for Nadim, and I think they should also consider the Bumrah's workload. They can actually replace him with Mohammad Siraj for one game, but. With the series at stake and Chennai pitch behaving oddly, I don't think so. They will make so many changes because that might disturb the balance. But at least I expect you know one of the three changes I suggest. Jahan. Yeah, same. I expect firstly, I obviously expect the game for Kuldeep Yadav, and obviously I would love to see a uh, big scores like from the top order like uh, Rohit Sharma or Shubman Gill to convert their. Uh, starts into huge scores and partnerships like uh, we need good 100 run 150 run partnership and so on and of course we need a uh, beginnings from our uh, captain virat kohli and that will obviously ease pressure of a lot of players uh, in the middle order as well as the bowlers i mean uh, our bowlers are performing really really well we could see ashwin grabbing nine wickets in the For in the in the first test, and that shows like what character he is, and of course it was his home ground, so he's very well adjusted, like accustomed to it. But we could also, but the pressure that was putting a lot of pressure on the bowlers, and after a very tiring couple of days, so yeah, I feel the Indian batsmen should, especially the top order, the experienced players should have, uh, should have to pull up their socks and play a big innings. Mm-hmm. Valid point. According to me, if uh, let's take the ship the other way, I will talk about England a bit. If England has to continue doing what they did in this Test match, one thing that they should take should be the way they grinded the Indian bowlers in the first innings. No matter what happens in the first innings, if they get to bat or if they get to bowl. They, if they come and bat in the second innings, they have to grind. I mean, yeah. If in the first innings, if India bats first and they bat second, they will. If they grind, the match is theirs, and I think that is the key for them to win or even to get a draw from this match. So that is all from today's episode of Ballers in Pajamas Cricket. I hope you liked our analysis. 
and we'll meet you very soon thank you